TGIF, happy Friday. It's your girl, AJ, the Suburban Princess, here back with Birds of a Feather, co-ed edition, of course. And guess who's joining me, my co-ed? Hello, hey, how are you, sir? Hey. What's going on? How are you? Yes, sir, AJ. I think I am, but now it's allergies. If it's not one thing, it's another, man. This whole week has been <laughs> kicking, my, kicking my ass. Getting, it's not getting the last round of allergies in before the weather breaks. <laughs> This one right eye decided today, I'm just going to decide to be puffy and red like every other hour. And if I didn't have bubbly guts, I had the red eye. So I. Uh, we're we're almost there. We're almost, we're almost there. Yeah. Almost there. I mean, the fall. Almost, almost August, my favorite time of year. I was in my birthdays next week. So it's usually right when autumn starts coming into full effect. It was actually chilly. I had to wear a nightgown this morning as I signed on for work. Um, yeah. Fall is upon us. Um, yeah, Although, I had to, I had to wear a sweatshirt to my uh, doctor's appointment too this morning. I was like, it was cold. Cold. <laughs> I had to put the window down in the in the, ba- the bathroom. I'm sitting there going, Jesus, my feet were freezing on but the floor. But the day was perfect. Like I'm glad I was off the rest of the day too because I just drove around. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was out in like out like in Willow Grove in that area. Drove around in all the back roads there. I would love just driving like that. There was some music on. Clear ahead a little bit. It was great. When the full fo- the foliage starts showing, I had the windows down. Had the windows down. It was good. So. Well, it's good. It's definitely good to clear your head. But do you notice that it's starting to turn a little bit? The leaves and everything. It's like just yeah, not, 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 yeah, yeah, a very small amount. But you know, I just love that time good. of year. Though. Pretty, I, I love that time of year. I like yes. driving up towards the Poconos when that happens. It's great. It's pretty. Oh yeah, that's a drive. That's a good drive, though. That's definitely a clear your head drive. All right, Eddie. So obvious happened last night as I barely got any sleep, but our, our Eagles won no, another me one. Either. <laughs> yeah. Only because usually even after a Thursday night game, there's usually so much juicy post opinion stuff that I, I'm a junkie for. And I, you know me, you see, I, I probably go through a lot more podcasts than the average person, but I like to hear all the post-show commentary. And uh, I was enjoying listening to all the different networks that are on youtube now um shout out to all philly which is this new what network that started this week with like former fanatic host jamie lynch um some local writers and renee washington who's a local um black female um soccer, former soccer player local and a lot of them are just joining this network basically to give you another perspective of all different types of networks of all four philly teams so it's something you can join on uh youtube and uh, yeah, all in, all in Philly Network. So shout out to them. But it's very entertaining to watch other people talk sports besides my usual fanatic, my fanatic fix at two o'clock with Tyrone and all them. Um, <laughs> but it's good to hear other. I definitely feel like it was a better win last time, but we obviously still have some issues on the offense. Um, and we have yet two more injuries on the defense. So, but yeah. they won 30, what was it, 30? 34 28 yeah so no. you were right you were closer than me because we guessed i said like 27 17 you said 30 something mm-hmm. to 10 right yeah so you, you were close you were closer than me i didn't think they were going to 30 points the way they've been going so all right so mm-hmm. basically basic thoughts what did you think um and i'll talk i'll talk after you talk what were your opinions about oh. the uh, you know, uh, it makes me nervous. I'm always being a second half team, too. It drives me nuts. 
Mm-hmm. Or like mm-hmm. they don't get started till late first half sometimes, and that scares the shit out of me at times. Luckily, our defense has been playing good enough to for that to be able to happen and not throw a game away. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm just nervous about the whole like. Uh, hopefully, we can get Bradbury back by the uh, the next game, next Monday night game. I mean, because we got a lot of young guys on this team, and they're still learning. A lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're so young now. This is new for us. Remember, we used to always be like older teams. Now we're like yeah. one of the youngest teams now. And I, I it just kind of it's 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 scary the fact that I'm like I'm always afraid that like not gonna turn around in time. Not mm-hmm. gonna, not, not not gonna gonna get beat on a break or something. But you know what they they did okay. You know, Justin Jefferson's gonna get his. I mean. <laughs> You're not gonna be able to shut him down every time you play him. Like yeah, he's too good. Time. I mean, he was his own enemy yeah. last two, but he got his yards. Yeah. And and Maddox, uh, but that rookie kid made a good play, uh, help pushing the ball, helping to get that ball out of his hand too. Yeah, Evans helped a lot. And, yeah. Uh, and um, they were making you know one good thing is uh, there were some messed up tackles, but they were making some clean tackles after the ball was up because Hodgson Hodgson could have. That that attack on Hodgson should have happened, but he he Joe took a bad angle to him and he couldn't wrap him up. And he's a mm-hmm. big boy too. I mean, yeah, so, and that little I mean, Josh Joe wasn't gonna stop him at that angle. <laughs> yeah, and at the same time, that was a missed uh, opportunity. That was a missed call. That was a missed. That was a missed opportunity to stop that play. It also was a missed call right there too. Like, how how come Reddick is being pulled backwards and they didn't say anything? He's running. He's running at Cousins, and all of a sudden he's being pulled backwards. How's that not? You know what I'm saying? That, how's it not a? That's a whole. I, look, I thought about you because that's the whole timeline. The whole timeline was people saying cold. y'all don't see Reddit being held, but that's all right. Everybody said it, and I thought about you when I texted you. Yeah. Yeah, everybody was saying it. <laughs> everybody, I thought about you because I said, "Who is the one who always complains about the hold at Eddie?" And then all of a sudden, everybody was saying, "Like nobody sees yeah. Reddit being held. Nobody sees Reddit." I mean, especially when it's that clear. Especially when the little yeah. tacky ones I get. Okay, whatever. But then they call a tacky one, which I'm like, okay, you call a little tacky one, but you don't call a clear and obvious one. Like, yeah, clear and obvious. Like, the balance, the like, balance of the calls never makes sense. It's like if they call yeah. one and call the other, and they they do yeah. lack that. Yeah, I mean, they didn't. I mean, I don't know if they, they didn't get any penalties called them until late in the game. Right. Yeah, like, no, they pretty much let them play for a while, but that was what was annoying because it sometimes for, it nah, clearly we had, a, we, had a, we had a bunch, though. They got us yeah. for a couple in the game. They did. I don't think the landing, I, I don't think the landing foul was, I don't think landing's call was necessary. Yeah. Dickerson. No, that wasn't because he was he was pushed into the guy. Yeah, they should have picked that up because he. He should, yeah. There was a couple that I was like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, he he. What they was it? A chop, what they call it? A chop block on him or something? Yeah, that's block. what they said. Mm-hmm. And he was tripped into the guy. Not like he went after him. No, he didn't engage him. It was kind of like, "Oh shit, I'm falling. <laughs> Where do I go?" You right. know. So I, I didn't agree with that one at all. Um, and it sucks that they got they got Westman for that one little one. He should have just let him go though when uh hit AJ Brown in the end zone. Yeah, he messed up AJ. That's uh, that was why yeah, he his messed problem. that up. He messed that up for him. Yeah, but that shit happens all the time though. It does. It does, but it just shows you that we're not the only ones who are impatient for them to get this flow together. It, I mean, for AJ to even be slightly pissed this early, it shows you that there's a communication 
curve. How about, how about that pass to the, to the Slim Reaper? I was like, wow, of that course. was a good one. Well, yeah. That's how you knew I mean, Jay Hurts was like, I'm doing it. <laughs> and if he didn't overthrow, underthrow that other one, he had to turn around and stop for. Yep. He could have gave that would have been another good. touchdown right there. Yeah. If, yeah, he, 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 if he would have let him, because because he 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 smoked that guy, but it, he was still the guy was still trying to catch him. Mm-hmm. But luckily, Smitty turned around and saw that the ball was coming in short and made an adjustment. Because if the other guy didn't come over and help, I thought he was going to still get it for a touchdown. When he turned around, and almost ran in still. <laughs> and then a the guy, and the guy hit him. That's the, this is the thing that people have, we have to understand. Game by game, it may not always be Smitty. It may be AJ. It may be Dallas. Mm-hmm. We just not we're not like, there yet. It was, it was like that last year. It was like okay, yeah. AJ had a, AJ had two touchdowns on screen. Then next game, Smitty had two touchdowns. Next game, somebody else had a big game. Like just keep bouncing. Luckily, they have the players that can bounce it around like that. AJ's not going to have a game like the Steelers game. Where he had three touchdowns. That's not going to happen. Sorry, my headphone, my earphone fell out. Sorry. <laughs> Technical like, difficulties oh. when we're doing yeah. Zoom. Be patient. Um, so what else did you notice? Uh, defense looked defense looked good. Uh, they were getting they were getting more pressure more pressure. I mean, you only had what three sacks or two sacks mm-hmm. the whole night. And you're right, your boy did get a sack. I thought that was I thought that was somebody else. I could have sworn, yeah. I keep get, I keep confusing the two of them sometimes because it's like they're both huge. <laughs> Huge, you know, and yeah, they both got theirs. Yeah. You know, they both got their name called several times, so that was a good thing. Yeah, only is uh, I'm surprised Reddick hasn't gotten sacked yet, but he will. I think that I think that his his thumb is affecting how he's able to tackle right now. So I, I think mean, he's getting he, 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 is, he is getting pressure though. He's getting he's getting close. He is, but he can't. I think even Seth was describing this during um their after show, yeah. saying that it's hard when you. Don't have access to grip with. Can't um, push off. Yeah. Right. So he was saying he was. He was saying how he's still kind of at at a disadvantage right now. Yeah, but sometimes the pressure is enough to rattle the quarterback, which is good. And that's what sometimes I get confused with. Yeah, look how many plays Kirk Cousins was uh, getting up off the ground. Yeah. I mean, he was getting up off the ground almost after every passing play. He was hurried a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I told you last uh, podcast that they have a backup center, so you see how that came into play. Oh yeah, then they lost their then they lost their guard too. Right, yeah, and they said yeah, he, he has hurt. a quad injury; he's out for the season. Oh man, that they, sucks. they're already they're already out. struggling. <laughs> they're already just, struggling. Yeah, I hate to see guys like lose out like that. Also yeah, dropping like flies. Yeah, like flies. That's that's the thing that I like most about um, the fact that some of well. Sh- Boston Scott got a concussion too, which I didn't see that happening at all. But they said he had got concussion. Yeah, I didn't see that. I did not see that either. I'm like, when did that happen? He must have just walked off, and it must have been just like Bradbury last week, where it's like he probably wanted to go back in, and they were like, nah, 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 nah. We saw a pop. You gotta, you gotta come back mm-hmm. out. So because Boston yeah, pretty much was running it, and then we got to talk about DeAndre. I don't know if you were finished, uh, but DeAndre was pretty he, much eight zero. He, he, he had a day. And, and you know, and, and you know, I left him on my fantasy bench too. Twenty. You cracked me up because someone else said that on Twitter. <laughs> Somebody else said that, and I said, my friend Eddie just said this that he he left. Someone said, why did I put him on the bench? And I'm like, my friend Eddie did too, apparently. Because he, yeah. he didn't do well last week, and I was like, you know what? I don't want to jinx him. 
Because I don't want to jinx him as if I put him in and he's not going to do well. So I was like, you know what? Let me just leave him on my bench. But I did smart. Yeah. But, I, but I did start Devonta. So he did good yeah. for me. You can't be wrong with Smitty regardless because you know him and AJ are going to get theirs at some point. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, he was amazing. For him to get the 175 yards of total 256 rush yards of the offense as a whole is mm. crazy. That's not going to happen next week because Buccaneers nah. are pretty big. Um, yeah. And we know that – well, we have to discuss the fact that the reason why Hurts was looking very disheveled on top of the fact he's not comfortable – why was he taking sacks that he didn't need to take? Why was he running at all as much as he didn't need to run? Knowing now what we saw with DeAndre yeah. Swift, like what was he not trusting? There's I don't know. I, I think they kind of pulled. It looks like they pulled him to the side after that. Like, hey, uh, let's run the ball a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna have to tell you to stop throwing, it, bro, because you because, you all look the place. because you know they they're they're looking for him with the keeper because they they had they had a good game plan that they. They they watched the corner of the edges and they didn't let him uh, take advantage of it. Except for that one play when he swung out, a couple of plays when he swung out to the outside, but for the most part he wasn't able to be as effective with his uh, run. Like the one when he just took the snap and just took off and went straight up the middle. Yeah, he was that was that was good because everybody was like was not expecting that from him at all. Well, he could only get those type of plays in very every once in a while. He wasn't able to get as much as he probably was trying to force. And I think that's the one thing that Seth had tweeted during the game was that he's like, I've never seen Hurts this impatient before. He was like, he needs to calm down. And I said, yeah, it's probably because, time, yeah. yeah, because he's waiting for things to develop that weren't developing. And so when you have to do a split decision, mm -hmm. it's either his mm -hmm. first instinct is to run and to me, yeah. that's where the question happened last week. It's like, don't go back to the second year hurts. You don't need to run all the time. You got you got yeah. weapons. Mm -hmm. No, don't there was a couple. There, yeah, there was a couple times where, you know, he was he ran the ball because he had nowhere to go. Right. He should just threw it away. He should just threw the ball away. Yeah. But he ran the ball a couple times when he had nowhere to go because they showed a field and there's like the nobody had five, yeah, five or six guys drop back in the coverage. They tried to take away as much his timing, right? which is probably why AJ got pissed because probably the, the the few windows that there, that were there, he didn't see AJ. Dallas oh, too, like yeah. even when he threw to Dallas on the side, it didn't do anything for him. He couldn't accumulate any yards, so oh, it was like, why did you throw I, there? Yeah, that's why one of them is to start stop the stop trying to go long and stick with the, the short middle middle and underneath mm -hmm. because they're dropping all those guys back in coverage. You, you're not going to get over top of them with there, right? They're worried about they're they're worried about the home run ball there. And that's what they're worried about. So they're like, oh, let's and that's that's when you do the check down. down. So that's, yeah. that's when you do a short pass and cause them to come back to the ball. Yeah. But and see, losing Boston now, it makes sense now why DeAndre, DeAndre in the second half got so many looks. Because if we didn't know that he got a concussion, it was there. That was the reason why because they weren't using Kenny obviously because of a knee issue. So they yeah, had yeah, to use DeAndre you, at that you point. Feed the hot hand. You feed the hot mm -hmm. hand. I mean, DeAndre had the hot hand that night. I mean, it's. And we got to talk about why Penny now probably was inactive for a reason because Penny was a liability last night. Clearly, oh, he didn't look good. He didn't look good either. He didn't look still good at all. not looking good. So I think at this point, like, were they too quick to knit to nab Trey Sermon? You know, because I kind of feel like yeah. Trey could get up for some of those. Is Trey still on the practice squad? I think they just released him today. Oh wow, that's great. They released today. him today, oh. and they released that guy who I thought was going to be the backup LB from the Indianapolis. The rumor is, or the 
speculation is that they might be getting Buda Baker because now Buda Baker has been put on injury, uh, hamstring injury mm. on the Cardinals. So now people think Howie's making room for some somebody. Cause he's yeah, really- I mean, it could be because why would they release Trey Sermon if right. Gainwell's hurt? And how, and how all of a sudden no. is Buda Baker have an injury when you ain't hear shit till today? <laughs> yeah, so right. The timing is yeah. just maybe an issue of whether or not this weekend, if we uh, know, because you know how he's working overtime since last night. Uh, how, how he's got somebody, how, how he's getting, uh, he's got somebody, kid tied him in their basement or something. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's like, so you want, you want your family back? All right, well, got to give me this player. Right? Whenever there's a um, roster move right after a game, and we know that even in a win, we still feel like it's a loss because our team doesn't look like our team right now, yeah. which to be expected for having coordinators, two different coordinators that are one not yeah. used to be the full coordinator. Yeah, I think they'll. I think they'll get them. Yeah, I mean, you got everybody. You got two people in new big roles, but I think they'll be fine. Like, because at least the other guy has. He already knew the offense, so. That's my point, and I think like I. I I, I naively thought that being a QB coach and being a coordinator wouldn't be any different, but obviously he has more responsibility that he's not oh, yeah. totally thinking about when it comes to the whole scheme of the game. So I think the thing with Jalen is that it's obvious he's not trusting himself at times. Mm-hmm. And that's what's making fans a little unner- unrat- uh what's the word, unnerved, because they're not used to seeing him in a while be look- looking less confident. Um, yeah, but hey, look, still, still, still winning, and I know. But you know that we focus on all the negative making, things. I know. Yeah, he's not making too many mental errors. I mean, he he had that one error where he shouldn't have thrown that ball. I don't know why he threw that pick. Yeah, when I saw that, uh, I, that that just screamed pick as soon as he released it. I was like, "What is he doing?" I was like, and I got like it's like yeah, two people right in front. Yeah, two people right in front of him. And and Smitty turned around like, ah, shoot. (laughs) He's like, dang it. What was he looking at? Yeah. That was why I think he got nervous about throwing downfield and why he started running again. Because he was just like, I don't want to throw it. I don't see anybody. And then, yeah. I'm okay with with him making his mistakes now. Make them now. Yeah. It's still early. He still got the W. Make them now. And, you know, that way we're – I want to be firing all cylinders by the second by we get to the second half of the year. We should be all that rust should be shaken off by then, you know. Well, we have to be realistic as fans. We know that that's usually in his back pocket to run because that's just what he is. But the point mm-hmm. is, he had shaken the need to want to do it all the time last year. Is what made his game even sharper. It was because he was learning to stay in the pocket. But mm-hmm. you have to realize now why there's a difference, and you move Jurgens to guard, and maybe that's why. He Melada are giving him issues sometimes not being able to protect as long as they normally do. Um, because I, I know that you said that they put Jurgens in there as a guard now. So I don't know if that's part of the issue with why he's feeling jumpy because he can't be feeling jumpy on Lane's side because Lane is fine. There's usually an oh, issue. That is Lane's there. side, though. That is Lane's side? Okay, so what's the side? Yeah, Isn't Jurgens? Because remember, remember, remember Melada and Dickerson are next to each other. Right, right, right. I'm sorry. Well, look, yeah. Dickerson did have some issues with penalties, this, but there's something changing about the O line that is not making it uncomfortable yeah. to be. Like, I mean, I mean, it's not the normal crew, but I mean, that's what I'm saying. I mean, so that's my Jordan point. Is, so, is the new piece. He's the new piece in there, right? But I think so they'll get. I think they'll get it. They'll get it together because you see how they got it together and started running the ball really well. I mean, 
Yeah, I mean, they open up some massive holes for uh, clearly, clearly, because that that was basically what dictated the third in the beginning of the fourth was the fact that they were willing to open lanes for him. Okay, first of all, not even just because of that, we see that the difference already between him and say Miles Sanders. Mm-hmm. Vision is very important, and the fact that I mean, every that time DeAndre good. had the ball, he could see, and then he could backstep and and go to. He was shifty. He did all yeah. that. Okay, yeah. so the fact that he did that alone was like, okay, why is Kenny Ganwell starting over him? Why did he only get one touch last weekend? Like, yeah, it's the right. questions mm-hmm. you want to throw out there now. But now, you have to consider what's been their emblem from day one. They never mm-hmm. pull away from the guy that's been there before the new guy because they feel like he deserves enough of a sample size, right? But Kenny has always been a good complement to the to the prior to the star running back. So for I him to be the starter this year yeah. was kind of odd, you know. Mm-hmm. I yep. like Kenny. Don't get me wrong. He's he's he was in the Super Bowl more than Miles for a reason. But yeah, but I like I like him as a third down back. I really do. yeah. I like him as so, the cleanup uh, running back. I like him as the guy that once they get a good rhythm, he can go in there and just hit the hole, even on the outside. Um, I think the thing that they were saying with DeAndre in, in Detroit was that Deuce wasn't a fan of him running outside the tackles as much as he, as much he, as he did, and he went away from him and used their other running back for a while. That's why he yeah. didn't get as much touches. He's got a great first step. Like it's it's very good. Oh, definitely. It kind of reminds me of like how Westbrook was back in the day. He would like that's exactly what I thought. Stop, of when... Yeah, like, be able to stop and shady too. Be able to stop, look, grab and get the hole and just hit it and then hit it after that. And <laughs> you notice when they showed the slow motion. You notice when they gripped him that he knew to take care of the ball as soon as they crossed him. Like he oh, covered yeah. it instantly. Whereas like a lot of the running backs have a problem with that. Miles oh, too, yeah. Shady, especially because we hated the way Shady held the ball sometimes. He'd be holding like, like, a, like, a, like, a, like a loaf of bread. Be like, like a loaf of bread. <laughs> yeah, we all hated it because I'm like, Shady, like, tuck that bitch in. Like, what, what is your problem? Um, right, but instantly already from just one game. And I know not to get excited because I know next week is a new game. They're going to need all 11 days, right? Because they clearly mm-hmm. need to get back on the same page. AJ AJ avoided the media last night because he probably already knew he made himself vulnerable to criticism. Mm -hmm. Um, We have to understand that their relationship is deeper than just that one game. So I'm sure there's going to be plenty Mm -hmm. more nights of AJ being a diva, but he knows to just zip it and just go home because it's not worth meandering over. Mm -hmm. But some of the, obviously the old heads in the media are going to complain because they thought it was immature, but and they're friends. Friends argue. Leave it. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, my friend OJ does media locally. Said that you know he's the godfather. Uh, Jalen Hurts is the godfather to one of his kids. So they obviously have a good relationship that's not going to fizzle because he didn't get the ball for a segment. And they went right back to him. But then you see it didn't really matter because they still had to go back to the run. So AJ has to realize too that some stuff wasn't always Jalen's fault because that obviously that penalty fucked up his TD. So mm-hmm. that wasn't Jalen's fault. That was Penny getting to the block late, and that's what yeah. created the issue. So I'm yeah. sure once they looked at the tw- at the the you know they probably looked at tape already at this point, or they're about to. And I'm sure. Probably- uh, I'm sure they did. They're probably they, you know they probably squashed it already. Too, they probably problem. squashed it before the night was over. We don't know about it because he didn't want to deal with the questions. Yeah. But they're going to ask him anyway, yeah. so you have to face it. Um, but I'm glad they won. I mean, 34-28 is too damn close. We didn't. They didn't deserve like two of those touchdowns that they got, maybe even three. Um, 
you know, the wide open, that shit brought back the Super Bowl too. Like, what the hell was that? The whole left field mm-hmm. was a- so I don't know if Slay didn't tell somebody yeah. something or somebody wasn't turned some, around. Somebody, somebody like that's the whole thing about them being young. Somebody blew their assignment. They so, were not where they were supposed to be. Right. So I mean, let's just cut the BS. I really think it's time to just really just give Sydney and Eli maybe a little bit more start because I feel like yeah. the worst you could do is just have guys out there who at least if they're out there, they're going to hit somebody hard. Even if they don't find themselves <laughs> on the right timing, you can, you know, this isn't going to slap the shit out of somebody, you know? So yeah. I just feel like they're inching. They don't want to admit it, but they know that they're going to need Sydney at some point to not just be a special teams player because you don't have Sean, um, you don't have Sean Bradley anymore for special teams. You don't have uh, mm-hmm. Zach. Now you don't have Avante. Now, Avante could possibly be season-ending. It's a, a rumor is it's a torn pectoral muscle, which mm. I don't think he's bouncing back from. But you never know. Playoff time, he might pop back in there. You know, as a, as yeah. like a pop-in role. So let's not just about, knock him off. You know. You know, we forgot to mention. How about Zach uh, Cunningham game yesterday? Oh yeah, Zach showed up. I meant to text you that too. I did forget to mention yeah, that. Yes, he, he made a very good tackle. He played well. He made some great tackles. Him and Morrow, Morrow did good too. Morrow, coincidentally, yeah. the guy that they cut and they brought him back. So yeah, he definitely helped them a lot. Yeah, there were some guys yeah. that weren't even on the team like a week ago that came back and made shocking. You mm-hmm. know, for Evans and people giving him. Well, I mentioned his last his last pod saying that he was struggling, but then he was the one who pretty much almost kept that one touchdown out the field. Um, yeah. But they showed up when they needed to, and that's 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 the most important thing to those guys. But now they got to make sure they don't have that communication issue again because yeah. Nick clearly was pissed at Desai on the sidelines. They were yelling at Desai. So and one thing, yeah, I mean that's one thing that kind of gives me hope about uh, about some of these young backs. Mm-hmm. If you look, there there wasn't a time when they weren't. Uh, out of position, except for that one play when somebody left the guy wide open. But for the mm-hmm. most part, mm-hmm. they were cover. I mean, you couldn't cover these guys any better. They just made good catches, like some of these guys. Like it was they were it's right always there. been the same issue with tackling. That's really always been the issue yeah. still. Tackling. Like, covers, like, you, you couldn't cover them any better run. without having a penalty, right? Right, <laughs> right. You know, and mine is obviously the penalty at the wrong damn mm-hmm. time. Yeah, but I mean that's going to happen. But you're right, honestly. Without without that wide open damn TD, they didn't do pretty. They didn't do half bad knowing half their crew is out. Um, yeah. It's just because it's early. Like, it's almost week three, and we're already talking about you're down, like, three, say, like, two corners mm-hmm. in a safe. So, yeah. now, mind you, Bradbury most likely will be back. I have a feeling he would, didn't even have that severe of an issue. It's just they have protocol. They can't let them come back. Yeah, that's, and with, especially with a short, uh, a short week. With a like short that, week. That, so that quick turnaround, you have to, yeah. Yeah, you have to consider by 11 days, there's no way I would not think that Boston Scott won't be back, um, Bradbury won't be back, and um, – Reed, uh, Reed should be back, too. Reed, Blankenship, yeah. Yeah, because that was probably a game time to – like a. I felt like he was going to still come back even with ribs because Fletch was still playing with bad ribs. Um, yeah, because they helped Fletch out. More, maybe a little more severe. So no. that's what I'm saying. And at this point, yeah. Fletch is mostly having issues with his back. Like that's probably why they were thinking he was going to be out for this game anyway because he was walking so stiffly after game. Yeah, but he, he did. He did all right though. In the game. 
uh, for Flesh to be getting fumbles and stuff. Yeah, yeah. he's good. He was good enough. Yeah, he was good enough. But he's going to feel better by next week, at least less sore. Um, Oh, yeah. And then shout out to Goddard for just not being mouthy about not getting as much love as he normally does. Um, Mm. I'm sure he's more worried about his buddy Avante now being an injury issue again. Um, Yeah. But I think that it's... Poor I just guy, feel bad like, for Avante because everyone's already writing him off. Like I, I hate that he's always injured too, but I also hate that yeah. the fact that he is a small guy and he plays so hard. At some point, he was going to get hurt regardless. You just didn't know if it was going to be this soon. Um, yeah, he puts his because body if anything, online. I'm always wanting Avante to get a pick, and I'm waiting for him to get a pick because he plays so fast. Yeah. He's always hurt. So yep. I mean, his his ankle injury thing didn't hang didn't even heal fast as they thought so they kept him out longer than he did two seasons back and you know they were taking him easy all through the off season and for a while so you didn't really know what really happened you just know that it wasn't mm-hmm. healing the way they wanted it to and yeah. you know how the eagles get when they feel like injury is going to be a constant issue with you they just slowly find ways to phase you out of the scheme but in his position i feel like he might stay just by default because that position is tricky to replace you know, he uh, may Nichols, look at yeah. staying on it, you know, because um, everyone's so quick wanted. to say, like, he's he's not going to get food. I was like, he just got re-upped like two seasons ago. So he's good for a while. Yeah, he's but, one of the best nickel backs in the league. I mean, what is that? <laughs> he's one of the best nickel backs in the league. I mean, yeah, you can't argue that. Like, it's true. Like, so, so. And that's why I'm saying, like, I think that as quick as we want to write. Avante off because of his injury history now, I think it's like you have to consider the fact that how hard it is for them to get anybody to replace certain positions in, in the D-backs. It's just not easy. They're not finding guys that are that big. Like, obviously, at this point, we're probably going to see um, Ringo soon a lot more, too, once he gets comfortable because mm-hmm. he, they brought him for that reason because he's young because they know eventually he's going to be the next one up. But, yeah, you know... I just people have to realize it's not that easy to really just kick every single D back to the side, especially yeah. Avante who's had that history. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's frustrating as a team because yes, they won. We should be happy. We're picking because we're nervous that they're going to get into a slump really quickly. And people don't realize like Jalen Jalen Hurts has been someone since even when we didn't know what the hell to expect from him when he came here without anybody expecting him to come here. He's already had this type of doubt from yeah. day one. I just think mm-hmm. it's never been this visible that he's frustrated or that he's lost yeah. since well, uh, since he had to jump in for a Carson. Yeah, and I think he'll recover from this because he's a hard worker. He's gonna recover. Like that's why I'm not worried us. either. But I I just get he, nervous he as the game us. goes on for him. He showed us that that he's able to adapt and recover because look. I no one with how he played first time he started and then how he how he's playing how he played in second or the second season. You know, like that's just uh, he, he, And as soon as people doubt he's a hard, he worker. Throw, he's a hard worker. He's gonna he's, gonna he's a hard worker and yeah. And I think just like the the part of me that I guess it's just from being a female. I just, I always feel like don't overthink it too much, homie, because mm-hmm. you've come this far. The worst that you can do is think okay. too much. Then you mm-hmm. start looking like you're guessing. And that's where I was getting a little agitated last night was because I was just like, stop, 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 blah, 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 stop running. Like, yeah. you know, like when he got the first down, the way he turned, it looked like he jammed his knee. And then even Derek Gunn mm-hmm. said, he goes, I got nervous by the way he turned himself around. He's like, and I felt like he kind of felt his knee. And then I thought, oh, God. Mm-hmm. 
don't say he hurt his knee already because he, you know, jammed his foot into the grass, you know. Because yeah, remember, no last, huh? No need to panic yet. No, 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 it's not. But I'm just, these are just little things that I think is is why the overall sentiment of the fan base is that we're, we're, we're going backwards. And I'm like, well, you're not going to start at 100 with a new crew, okay? You have to realize that the philosophies of both coordinators are going to be different. Obviously, we love Nick because he's expressive and he's going to show when he's pissed off. He's going to show off when he's nervous. He didn't even want to address the whole AJ beef in the press conference because he, because honestly, his thought was like, you saw enough. Like, what, what do you want me to say? I'm, I'm not going to act yeah, like it happened. Why, like, yeah, why are you going to dress between the two of them? Let them fix that. They're grown right. men. Let them fix it. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so at this point, I think, like I said, me personally, I always like to see some kind of emotion just because I just want them to understand, like, this is why we're booing you because there were boos last night, which after Jalen took enough, like, sacks, wasn't going anywhere on a couple drives, I could understand why they were booing. It's because we clearly see that they're stunning and out too many times. It's just like, why? Why did you do that? You could have just, like you said, thrown it away or, you know, took a shot. Mm -hmm. But yeah. again, you have to understand what he sees and what probably they did, they planned before this game change because even Kelsey said yeah. their defensive was coming at them different and Jalen yeah. got thrown by the looks so well they say everybody has a plan until you get punched in the mouth right exactly so <laughs> you don't yeah. know what the Buccaneers do every to me there's no such thing as an easy schedule there's no such thing as a hard schedule to me the Eagles always play it based on how they feel about the opponent at that time at game time because anything they oh, plan is go out the freaking window once they once that game starts that's why that's I say evidence last night you know? Yeah, they're all professionals. That's all you really can do. And I don't even care that it's Baker Mayfield. You you don't know. He could go ham next week on them. Anything yeah, can happen. Don't we don't Anything. care if Baker's full of crap. Baker's on a new team now for his umpteenth time. So he may be <laughs> yeah, even more right. you know what I'm saying? Like he may be even more confident. He may get away from um Jalen Carter. You never know. So, mm -hmm. and shout out to them too. I don't know if we, we did talk about it early, but Jalen Carter and Big Mabel Davis um mm -hmm. already scaring the shit out of these qbs early so <laughs> yes i me personally i ain't gonna be shocked if baker hits the turf a lot more but i also wouldn't be shocked if he finds a way to elude them because if there's one thing that i'm learning now already in two games is that some of these quarterbacks did not hold the ball as long as Jalen did he held it for eight seconds last night at one point people were actually mm -hmm. timing and they said yeah. that exactly he held it with such, such indecision is a little alarming because kirk cousins can throw it quick um, who was our first Patriots? Mac Jones, quick. That's why they came back. Some after guys, some, some guys can. Yeah, some guys are really good at that. Some guys That's are good, and I think Jalen needs to feel like he's comfortable before. And Wentz was the same way. It was, it was more dramatic, but I mean, I do think there's a mm. point where Jalen is like, I am not trying to have picks every day. So when he threw the pick, mm -hmm. it was like, ah, crap, you know? Yeah, right. So, but anyway. We have we have a whole nice little ten day break from the stress. So I am now a Raven for the weekend because <laughs> I'm praying that Lamar and them, Joe Burrow, even though they got humiliated last weekend, so Burrow may come in here and be like, Oh, I'm done. I'm done with looking like crap. Like so I don't even know if that's a game in Cincy or if it's in Baltimore, but I'm usually a Baltimore fan when my birds are on break. So go Raven. <laughs> birds are two and zero right now, so we we just gonna focus on that. Um, yeah, that's it. At the end of the day, this was a great game to watch. Before we end, I told you, Ed, I wanted to bring up this subject, talking about 
relationships often well you're not i've been looking at twitter a lot and i've just been noticing little things that you know people talk about relationships that are public or not and whether nfl girlfriends or whatever nfl wives so i stumbled upon the random uh twitter person and that's probably not a twitter personality i don't even know how this this older guy got even in the social media but yeah i, I don't know either because I, I saw that i watched it like yeah, I'm trying to remember how he even came to be. I, he's some Southern dude. I think he was always back. Okay, there's a lot of like Kevin Samuels type personalities out there that always want to say something about black women and why they date outside of black women because black women are too aggressive, this, that, and the third. So I sent I sent this clip of you of him talking about because he wanted to bring about why black athletes prefer white women over black women. And so from what the clip was basically saying, Charleston White, if on Twitter, go check it out. I I retweeted it on my page, um, mm. AJ Princess seventy eight. If you're on Twitter, but he basically was saying like, long story, paraphrasing about what he said. It just irked me because I'm always teasing myself, saying that athletes who are black choose to date women who are not bl- not black because they're easier to deal with. But my whole thing is at the end of the day, there are black athletes that do date their race. Um, mm-hmm. with name from uh, oh my god why am I blanking NBA mostly NBA guys I see kind of mix it up but there are guys like Derrick mm-hmm. Rose just got married to his biracial and mm-hmm. there was a controversy on TikTok apparently about the fact that she doesn't really like black men but she made a baby with a black black man or whatever whatever she only dated him because he's light skinned black not dark skinned black I bring this up because yeah, athletes have a different tax bracket uh, I, I love when people say stuff like that like, how do you know what they like you know, like, how do you, you know, know what it is? Person? And, and honestly, I'll be, you know, I know this is totally just me being petty, but at the same time, I just noticed a trend amongst black athletes where you do notice that there's this level when they get and they seem to go further away from dark skinned women when they get at a certain level. Um, and I always say these girls are professional wives because they clearly go to the school of <laughs> persuasion. Because they're never like not black, not Asian, but they have these huge butts. Everything is blown the freak up. They all look like they were former IG hotties, whatever, whatever. Mm. But the point is, especially with some NFL players. So when he brought this up, I kind of just thought, all right, I'm starting to believe that that might be a little bit true. But what do you think? Why do you think it's more even just because of the athlete level? Do you think it's because they make so much money, feel like they will never meet any black woman on their level? Or do you think, like you said, it just happens to be a choice that they make at the time of getting married? I mean, I, I think it's a choice they make. And, and I mean, I don't know. It's hard to even say, like, oh, well, they only do it because of that reason. Yeah. And like, I feel like we were talking about earlier, I was like, well, it's not about, uh, I don't think it's about that in general. It's about, like, it's more, it's not even about finding, um, give them by what color it is. It's more about finding the right person for you that's gonna have your back and be there. Who knows who it could be? It could be anybody, you know. But because that's because I mean it is difficult. Like you're you're they're in a position of okay now I have all this money. I'm not gonna get somebody that's not gonna want to just take my money, you know, <laughs> or whatever else. And and some and sad to say there are there are people out there to do that. You know they go out and hunt simply for these young guys who never had a dime before in their life and all mm-hmm. of a sudden now they're now they're rich and no clue mm-hmm. what the hell is going on and it happens um, but at the same time it's like 
is do I think I, I don't know it's hard to say like that uh, what's the reading behind I don't I don't believe everything he says that guy said because I was listening to it I was like I don't I don't like I don't like that viewpoint that he has because you know you yeah. see you see some of these guys that have you know they they have wives the same race as them or whatever and it's and they're fine they're happy they don't have any issues you know I guess I was thinking so, of what's his name that's into fashion. NBA the, with the big shoulders, um, and I'm blanking. Oh, uh, you know, you know what I'm talking about. And I had a senior moment, couldn't remember his name, but his, him, and his wife, and they have a. I think she's a podcast now. But the point is, there are black men who date other black women. But in the case of Derrick mm. Rose being married to this girl, I was I used to follow her, and I think I followed her just because her name was mm. Elena Line, but she spelled it L A I N A. Oh, okay. I just. I just decided to unfollow her because I realized I'm like, I don't even know why else I'm following this girl because she's exactly right. Like it really was honestly stupid of me to even follow her because part of me was like, I'm only following her because we have the same name, but we don't because it's mine's not with the eye. And then another part of me was like, there's that jealous part of you that's kind of just fascinated with like, does she really just spend her whole life just wearing matching clothes, all label, you know what I mean? Like big, big booty, you know, two kids. And you're thinking like she ain't raising them two kids by herself, clearly, because she has no. time to primp herself every damn day. So she yeah. obviously ain't raising these kids by herself. But because of that thing I saw on TikTok, because there's always some, you know, dark blind item about what she really is with him for and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter. It's just something you think about because there's a small sample size for every professional athlete um genre mm-hmm. that these girls look like. You would not get that girl if you didn't have it a contract like let's be real you know they ain't looking like chris rock says money is the best uh moisturizer (laughs) because they ain't looking at my ugly ass until i had a contract but i think it's only just fascinating that when i saw this it just brought up all those feelings and i know part of it is me bouncing off of you because you and me both Mm -hmm. we have dated outside our race plenty of times and it's just been because of the environments we're in um not because Mm -hmm. we go out that but most people probably would think if they only see us with people outside of our races they would assume that that's all we date because mm. eddie and me know that we've always been labeled you know a little bit of the vanilla because we actually know how to speak clear clear english <laughs> we weren't raised like heathens um yeah, that right. that's all we prefer is you know and i'm obsessed with Dallas goddard for a reason no first of all Dallas goddard technically wouldn't be the type of guy i would like two years ago i would have liked you know the clean cut justin timberlake wigger type you know and there's something yeah, about Dallas that is very he, not winger type he at just all. Like, he just likes you. He just likes you. <laughs> right. He just, yeah, like, honestly, yeah. and I tried to actually convince myself of this, and I re- I realized, I'm like, let me stop being a fraud. He's not, like, the wigger type. He's not the Travis Kelsey-esque type dude. Like, he's just yeah. really just Midwest, South Dakota dude. Like, simple. Yeah. Like, there's nothing. I think what I like about him is because he's simple, he's not, he doesn't seem like he's faking it. And that's probably yeah, yeah. what I do, the authenticity yeah, of him. Yeah. Yeah, to be honest with you, though, if I was an athlete, and I was to not have, like, that crazy over-the-top-looking you know, IG model, no, I would have, like, hey, look at Devonta, uh girl, normal. She looks very she's normal, pretty, that's why I said, and she's cute, and, she's pretty, you know, looks like someone he would be with, yeah. 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 Yeah, she looks normal. Uh, mm-hmm. Malcolm Jenkins' wife, remember Malcolm Jenkins, his wife, beautiful, beautiful woman. Or they're divorced, yeah. I don't think. Yeah, but they're divorced. Yeah, but you know, yeah, they're divorced, but they still got two kids. But yeah, she's very. She, she's she's very, look like an IG model. Yeah, no, she's, she's very, <laughs> like, she's actually a down to earth person. Like people saw her, see, saw her at her, at her uh, 
Remember with her, her uh, story? She's mm-hmm. in there. She's mm-hmm. very down to the person. Like, I think she still has her store there in Northern Liberties, too. But Yeah. So, I mean, that's just what, I mean, that would that would be me. I'd find a normal person. <laughs> I'm going to do like. And honestly, thing. some of the most, here's the thing, too, Ed. Most of those guys usually are still with those girls from college on. So you're usually expecting mm-hmm. the ones that are kind of like, okay, Kelsey, when you see the Kelsey doc, you'll see why everybody likes Kylie even more so now by the time you. That no, she's a normal because she's a normal person. I love what she said. Though. And she's smart. She's like, oh yeah, she's like, too much noise. You're you're normal. You're a noisy human. <laughs> yeah. And like, you yeah. keep waking up the kids all the time. Like. <laughs> but and she's and you yeah. would think that actually like half the time I'd be like, does she like love her husband at all? Because she seems like she's so annoyed with him. But then I'm like, girlfriend was pregnant through yeah. the whole documentary. She's probably just tired of talking about that. Uh, but, you, but you can tell. But you can tell she loves him. She just was like, oh yeah. Uh, she was like, yeah, he's okay if he's home. I don't care. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Well, and the fact that she also tells people she was like, let's not get this twisted. He's still mine. You know, because yeah. you know they were teasing about him calling himself sexy Batman last year. You know, he was wearing the yeah. Batman mask and always having his gut out. And when she said that, I was just like, all right. Make sure you put that territory down, girl. Because she's like, I done reproduced three times with this dude. He is she, definitely she, a man. She, she drew that line in the sand. Like, she drew that line and say, don't get it twisted. <laughs> he may get on my nerves, but he's my man. So, but, but I, I just like that. And that's what I'm saying. Like, but it's so obvious they're friends first. And I think that's yeah. the the, the <clears throat> look of some of the athletes, some of the girls. You always wonder if that's really based on anything other than just I want to present a certain way because I'm an athlete. That's all that is, and that's and that's mm-hmm. usually where that conversation ends up and, and, and pretty I, much I, dies. It's none of your business. Yeah, and I think people are caught up in that whole like you know football wise thing and that yeah, whole, like, and that's stigma, probably where it started. Oh, that whole, he's stigma that thing. Like, yep. Which I'm like, I didn't find any of those girls attractive. Right. But there's someone pretty, but they were that's not wouldn't be for me because I couldn't deal with the attitude. I couldn't deal with the attitude or just the personality that they had. If they have a personality. Like, uh, if they have yeah. one, yes. That's if true. they have one. Because you the know you can't up, have a conversation up. with ten lack minutes up. with a girl like that. If she starts talking about stuff you're annoyed with, you're out. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> you're gonna be like this is our last date. Opening <laughs> opening grand mm-hmm. closing, grand <laughs> grand opening, Again, grand, grand closing. Close, closing, yeah. <laughs> So, but I had to throw that out there because, you know, I always tell Ed, I'm like, there's random things I'd be thinking about outside of just us talking Eagles. And I'm like, sometimes I'm just going to throw those conversations in there because I think it's good to have. And I think it's good to hear other people's opinion as a guy, because we know that it's very easy to get distracted by the beautiful, you know, you, I'm always in love with a random athlete every year. But the reality of the situation is I have dated everything but that. So in the past, so I think the reality is that when Charleston White was talking this way, I think he's basing it on his experience. What, what he's, he thinks is what right. He thinks is that's his opinion, but and you have to consider age too. I think it's a little flawed, but no, that's... it's very flawed. But that's probably what all he knows. Like I just told you before we started talking, talk, I was like, my dad, your dad, your mother's generation—they all had different standards for what they consider a mate. You know, mm-hmm. and then what they think they base it on based on. And like you said, you just brought up football wise and all those shows. When that started, I think that's when people started to be fascinated with why are these people really together? Because now you see yeah. those girls that are superficial out there. Mm-hmm. And then you wonder what, you know, are they really just marrying IG models? Because, you know, it's the look of a professional athlete. Because this generation now are kind of so predictable because they live through social media. 
So you oh, don't yeah. really know. You know what I mean? Like you don't really know if that's why Derek Rose really got married to this girl or not. Um, at the end of the day, is it none of our business? No, it's not. But I just thought it would be a fun topic. But I say Charleston White, when I tweeted him, I retweeted it. I just said, yeah, it's always our fault because we're aggressive Black women versus white women. You have to realize that white women aren't exactly all that demure and submissive either. Um, if no. anything, we, we've realized that uh, Black women, white women are crazy <laughs> on so many levels. <laughs> it has nothing to do with their race. But, because if you're a crazy yeah. chick, you're a crazy chick and it'll come out it's regardless crazy, of what color you are. Crazy, crazy, right? <laughs> crazy as crazy does. So ma money makes everybody nutty. Let's put it that way. Mm -hmm. So if you know before you made that money, they still rock with you, they should still rock with you when you ha don't have that money anymore. So Yeah, that, that is the key. Right and with that, I will end it and say definitely go check out that Kelsey doc once again because you will see <laughs> what a down ass chick Kylie uh, Kelsey is. Why Jason is such a happy go lucky guy because she, she holds him down like literally, literally holds yeah. him down. <laughs> and them kids are so adorable, it's not even funny. Oh, god, yeah, they are. So, yeah. but yes, go watch it. But yes, go birds. Uh, like I said, we got a nice little break from this drama. Um, Look, every week is not going to be sexy. We know that they're not going to re really probably blend until just before the bye, if we want to mm -hmm. be real. I think this first Cowboy matchup might be interesting because if they lose, I won't be shocked. But I do not expect them to. I think, uh, I think we'll split with them this year. We're going to split with them. In my in my perfect world, I would want them to sweep them. I would always want them to sweep the Cowboys like they did the Giants. But I know that's not going to happen. Dak, yeah. Dak got a chip on his shoulder as big as his head, so I don't think he's going to allow. <laughs> he's really not going to allow them That's Eagles true. to wipe his ass twice. So, all right. Yeah. So, definitely, um, we'll talk next. Birds of a Feather, Coed Edition. Um, AB, thank you for joining me again. Last minute was the plan. I'd be trying to make these things scheduled, but it just don't work out that way. I'd be doing it when I feel like talking. But thanks for joining if you are listening. <laughs> and, uh, yes, yeah, so here's to the next game versus the Buccaneers. Chill out, enjoy the rest of the weekend, drama free. Three and oh, let's just put it out there right yeah. now. We ain't scared of no breaker. All mm -hmm. right, guys, thanks for watching Birds of a Feather, and we'll talk to you next time. Peace. Later, later.